Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Huga Girls Podcast. Happy Monday. And I am so excited personally to be here chatting with you all. I know that this is the best part of my Monday, especially because right now um, it's snowy and cold outside. And, you know, the Huga vibes are good. I have a candle lit in here. I'm drinking my coffee. I get to chat with my best friend and with the entire Huga Girls community. Woo. It's such a good time. But Emma, I know that it is not snowy by you. So give us your life updates when it comes to that. Yes, yes. One, that was very sweet. Thank you. And I love that we like record on Mondays now. If you don't know that, we record on Mondays now and then we also post on Mondays. So Mondays are just verified Huga days confirmed. Um, but yeah, so excited to be recording. And the weather is like you said, it's a little bit different over here. It's a different kind of hookah. Um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, or maybe if you forget, I did just move this week to Charleston, South Carolina. Whoop, whoop. I want to put in those little like audience cheering sounds that are like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, it's been a kind of hectic past two days, but honestly, not too too bad because it's been a slow and steady process of moving into my apartment in Charleston so this is the very first time that I'm recording here I'm sitting on the floor on some pillows put my little fake plant behind me the vibes are great um and I have to figure out my new recording setup because I don't have a desk yet that's what it is so I no desk here yeah um but I'm recording out of Charleston now and I'm so excited to be here the weather is kind of on the other end of the spectrum from Maddie. It is sunny and people were literally tanning at the pool yesterday at like 10 a.m. I went down to get some coffee. I was like, oh, you know, some coffee to get going for the day. And people just laying out at the pool, which debatably a little too cold for that. It's one of those things where if you're in the sun, it's very nice and you feel warm. And then if you're in the shade, it's a little bit cool. But like, that's the best. That's the best feeling. Um, So the weather here is great. And I'm just so excited to explore my new city. I only live two and a half hours away um, from like my parents' house and stuff. So I've been to Charleston a lot. Uh, This is where Maddie grew up. This is where I have a lot of friends. So I've been down here a lot, but obviously living somewhere is going to create such a different experience and I love it already. So I am very, very excited. Absolutely. And I think the exciting thing about moving to a new place too, is you get to figure out all the new things that you love. You get to figure out, like you said, your new coffee shop or the new place where you walk or your new like go-to Tuesday night taco night. So you know, true. like I don't know. It's, you, it's just a vibe. You know this. This is a very niche Charleston thing, but there's these um, group of restaurants and bars that are all on the ocean or it's the ocean. It's kind of like an inlet. It's called Shim Creek. Yeah. And I realized that I live close to that and I didn't think I did. Like I have no bearings because I've been to Shim Creek before, but it's one of those things that like I would come from other places and go to Shim Creek. And I was just driving yesterday to like go to CVS or something and just drove by Shim Creek. I was like, oh my gosh, is that here? So I, there's so much to figure out because I'm familiar with like pockets of Charleston, but I have no idea how it connects. So I'm really excited. Well, and 
It's so exciting. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Charleston, but you are familiar with Netflix shows, Shim Creek is actually where Outer Banks was filmed, the intro. So just to kind of piece it together for our listeners, if you guys aren't familiar with Charleston. But that being said, um, I'm super excited for you. And I'm excited that now when I come home to visit my parents, I also get to see you. It makes life a little bit easier. I just did this Um, for your convenience, purely. You just just did it for me. I get it. I get it. Um, But before we jump into what we're talking about in today's episode, we wanted to start like we always do with an ask the girls question and this is something we are so excited to announce the question was are you all doing hygge for the holidays this year and if you're not familiar with hygge for the holidays we did that two years ago we uploaded every single day leading up to christmas for 12 days which is absolutely wild and that is wild. we just discussed all things holiday. We discussed holiday baking recipes, um, holiday traditions. We discussed like kind of we did a coffee talk. It was really fun. I don't even remember because there was 12 it, of them. <laughs> I know. Looking back on it, I'm like, one, how do we come up with that many ideas? And also, two, how do we upload every single day when both of us were full-time college students? We were still living in different places. I think that was still like kind of covid era yes i think it was like very much covid oh very much that's probably why we had time because we couldn't do anything else (laughs) exactly but to answer your question yes to put it lightly we are doing hygge for the holidays this year um however it's going to be in a little bit of a modified format which is totally okay we're still super excited about it and that leads me into our second really fun announcement and that is that we have a ton of guests lined up for you guys for season five so i believe that this episode or next week's episode will be our last episode for a while with just Emma and I which is crazy Um, we've been doing this podcast for over three years now and we have a ton of people that we're super excited to talk with Um, we have people talking about skincare social media post-grad hormones wellness health all of the things all the things Um, all the things so in the month of december we are uploading two times a week so on mondays it'll be the regularly scheduled programming and with our lovely we will guests. have with our lovely guests we will have our normal hygge girls episode and then on thursday in the month of december um four thursdays in a row emma and i are just going to be jumping on girl chatting with you all discussing all things holiday yes so this will be like maddie said kind of transitioning into December and having our guests on our Mondays but if you do love the girl chat if you do love the the holiday the holiday fun that we have if you listen to hookah for the holidays if you've been around that long one we love you um but if you yes thank you yeah but if you have it it's it's a good time and we definitely wanted to we absolutely love having guests but our podcast is kind of two things it's us being real with each other being best friends getting to chat have fun um talk about life experiences and just honestly fool around a little bit and laugh about things and then we also have the aspect of our podcast where we really love to bring something to you guys to walk away with after you're done listening to the episode or help you find new people to follow on social media or new things to implement in your life so um, we're gonna bring both of you or we're gonna make sure to bring both of those things to you guys um, during December because you will have You'll get your Maddie and Emma chat um, on the episode later in the week, and then you'll get your nice Monday, typical Who Who Girls episode, but there's so many fun, 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 fun guests to be excited about, so um, make sure to stay tuned, and with that, stay up to date with our Instagram, because we will be posting everything there, and make sure to tune in all the upcoming Mondays. I can't believe that it's, um, like, we can even talk about December. It feels like August to me. I know. It's so weird. It's wild. Well, when this episode goes up, it'll be Monday, 
November 14th. So we will be halfway through the month, which is insane that it's even going to be like that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Emma, Emma's making like a oh my gosh face for those oh. of you who. Um, <laughs> my jaw is on the also, floor. <laughs> her jaw is dropping, which is another thing we're introducing into season five. We might potentially be popping in with some video content a little bit here and yes. there on TikTok and on Instagram. So another reason that you guys should follow us. But without diving too much into that, we'll go ahead and get into the meat of today's episode, which I'm super excited about because this is a concept that Emma actually introduced to me last week. Um, it is the Japanese concept of ikigai, which maybe I'm butchering the way of pronouncing that. Um, Emma and I looked up before the show started just to make sure. But knowing me, I'm probably still going to butcher no, it. No, but no. from my perspective, <laughs> ikigai is kind of the Japanese concept of Hyuga because it's your reason for living or being. It's your purpose. It's what you're passionate about. But Emma, I'm going to let you, first of all, introduce us into how you found this concept and also what it means for you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for passing the torch over to me. Passing the mic over. Passing the mic over. Yeah, so you, I came across this on TikTok, actually. Obviously, TikTok is a huge platform, and it was uh, someone that kind of talks about um, just life inspiration more or less um and they were discussing this topic they have a lot of uh, oh i wish i could find who it was um i'll try i'll try to find it later but it i there's this concept that i never heard about and obviously someone with a podcast a lot of times when i hear about these things that i'm like oh you know this is cool i kind of you know pocket it and can i pull from yeah it? i'll pocket it and write it down because if so, if it means something to me likely it would mean something to other people so i looked into it um and like maddie said it is the concept itself or the word itself translate to the reason for being and I just thought that was so cool obviously we all find different reasons for or we all find you know different purposes or our like reason in life uh, our reason to keep going what motivates us things like that and I just think it's a really important thing to reflect on and it's a hard thing to figure out at the end of the day. It's really difficult to figure out your purpose. It's difficult to figure out a place where you're completely fulfilled. And I know being post-grad, me and Maddie have both been on that journey ourselves. And even in 10 years, we'll be on that journey. And that's just kind of a continual thing. Um, and I love that even cross cultures and all these different cultures, it seems that each culture or society kind of develops something that you know, it's people or, you know, people, you know, this isn't exclusive to Japanese people. This can be applied to anyone, just same with Huga. Um, that they come up with these ways to kind of explain how to find your reasoning, find your Huga, find your happiness, find your purpose, all these things. And obviously there's a million different ways. If you look up how to find your purpose, I mean, there's gonna be a million things to that come up. But something that I really wanted to point out with Ikigai to maybe help everyone understand it better and help me understand it better is the actual breakdown of the word. So the first three letters is I-K-I. So Ikai um, or Iki, I'm not sure the exact um, translation with that word, um, but it means life. So Ikai means life and then Gai describes value or worth. So it's literally Ikigai is the value or worth in your life. It's your life purpose. It's your bliss. It's what brings you joy. It's what inspires you to get out of bed every day. Just like today, I was inspired to get out of bed and record the podcast and something. And that's something that you can, something small that maybe is helping me find my Ikigai or it can be something big. It's like you got up and, or 
this is me two days ago I got up and I moved cities I moved two and a half hours away to a new city I've never been to um so yeah that's a little breakdown of everything I know that was a little bit long um but I'm excited to dive more into this because it really is special yeah no it absolutely is special and thank you for sharing all of that too I feel like there is so much information out there so much in podcasts and tiktok and you know standard books and google and everything like I feel like it's almost information overload and I'm gonna attribute that to myself I feel like there's always so much going on in my life whether it be things that I have on my schedule or kind of just this noise that's always in the background whether it be like podcasts or um, audiobooks or listening to other people's conversations I feel like there's such an influx of information and a lot of people feel burned out I know that I do sometimes and I feel like as a society we often attribute that to doing too much versus with Ikigai something that I really liked um, when looking into this is I think in reality when we're feeling burnt out it's not that we're doing too much it's that we're doing too little of the things that really matter in our lives and I sometimes think we don't even realize this because we're not completely aware of what matters to us personally and like I said there's so much noise out there of like okay what should I like to do like Emma on TikTok really loves moving to Charleston. Maybe I'd move to Charleston or maybe XYZ. Like she really loves working out at 5 a.m. every single morning. Like maybe that's what's going to be my purpose, my passion. When in reality, we're all such different people and we all have different things that drive us. And something that I really loved about Ikigai when researching it is that It's this Japanese concept that really breaks everything down into four areas. And those four areas are what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. And I really loved that it broke it down into these four areas because I feel like that makes things a little bit easier when looking at, okay, what does fulfill me? What are the things that really matter to me that I need to incorporate into my life a little bit more so that I don't feel burnt out? And I feel like it's a little bit more attainable when you look at those four areas. Yes, I absolutely love, I'll read those again too, just because I think it's important to think about what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. And when you see it laid out like this, it makes so much sense. You're like, this is, this is true yeah. because I love that it incorporates the practical aspect of what you can be paid for because we can't ignore the fact yeah. that we do have to support ourselves moving survive. forward. Yeah, we have yeah. to survive. We want to live comfortable lives. So everything kind of does have to loop back around to that. Like I can love surfing, but I can't spend eight hours a day surfing because I'm not. I'm never going to get paid for that unless, I mean, that'd be a really extreme. I just know like myself, I'm never going to do that. Um, and I loved also what the world needs. And you can take this as practically as a business model of seeing a niche that you don't think's been filled of like, oh, I feel like no one makes candles that smell like, (laughs) I'm trying to come up with a random example. No one makes candles that smell like palm trees. And they definitely do, but just follow the example. But like, but I'm going to, so I'm going to become the palm tree candle market and I'm, the world needs the candle palm trees. But... And can also be applied to what the world needs in terms of you. What can you bring to the world? What can you bring to other people that you interact with that you feel like maybe they don't have or just more of? And this can be something that's just like kindness too. Um, The world needs support. The world needs maybe mental health support. The world maybe needs more kindness, which it definitely does. Um, And these are bigger scale things. Like I was saying, it can be those palm tree candles or it can be something as 
piece. You know, it, it can be as a specific or as general as what you think applies to you the best. But I just love this breakdown. And something that I, I guess, Maddie, I would love to ask you, what is something, I guess, reflecting back on your life, something that you love, something you're good at, something the world needs and something you can be paid for that you've found that like works for you? Like what's a practical example of that in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I one love that question. Um, but first, before I dive into it, I wanted to express how I feel so grateful that this concept differentiates these four things as opposed to pushing them all together because what you can be paid for and what you love and what you're good at can all be such different things and I feel like in society right now we're told okay you need to make your passion your job and obviously at the end of the day like that can be a goal you can want to monetize a podcast you can want to blow up on social media you can want to be a competition surfer but until you get to that point I feel like it's important to hone in on, okay, these are things that I can do. It's okay if I need to work a standard nine to five while I pursue my passions on the side. And it's okay if what I love isn't necessarily a business model. What Maybe what I love is cooking and I don't want to have a cooking show. I don't want to write a cookbook. I just want to make just damn to, good spaghetti. I just, exactly. <laughs> like, and that is okay. So I think for me personally, um, what I love and what I'm good at sometimes cross over and sometimes they don't. But for me, something that I love is being able to be active, being able to move my body, being able to research and learn more about different aspects of health. This is something that I've always been really interested in. Um, I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. I love everything wellness related. Um, I love learning about different adaptogens and learning about how the body transfers hormones, you know, into different aspects of your brain or whatever that may be. Um, and I'm not super knowledgeable on it. I didn't go to school for psychology. I didn't go to school for biology, nothing like that, but it's something that I really do enjoy. I like understanding how the body works and you know aside from all the fads of you know you need to do this to get healthy I think that healthy has really become something that is so in our society I think it is something that is so um, surface level and people look at someone and based on the way that they look they'll be like oh that's someone who's healthy and it's like no maybe that's someone who has good genes quote unquote and someone who has a very high metabolism naturally but it's okay if being healthy for you is cooking three times a week and knowing exactly what goes into your food and using whole ingredients. Maybe it's drinking a lot more water. And that's something that I feel like in such a materialistic society, we say, okay, in order to drink more water, I need to buy this $40 Stanley cup tumbler. Do I love my Stanley cup tumbler? tumbler? Absolutely. But like I can just drink more water by going and grabbing a <laughs> glass out of my fridge. So that's something that I love. It's not necessarily something I'm good at. It's something that I struggle with informing myself um, as well as kind of holding myself accountable. Um, but that's definitely something that I love and that moves into all aspects of my life. And then Something I'm good at is I truly believe I'm good at connecting with people. Um, I think that that is kind of the reason that I started this podcast to begin with. That's the reason I instruct yoga. That's the reason I love being the person who hosts like girls nights. I had a pumpkin spice night. It was last so week, cute. Um, or a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, it was so much fun. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, you went over the top. And I was like, no, I didn't. I put like, some I love this. This is can- <laughs> tea light candles on the table. Yeah. This is and, like, my some joy. Goblets and like 
some little pumpkins out and it just it made me so happy not because it was like super picturesque or not because oh my gosh everyone was like wow this is so good it made me happy because I brought people together and I love connecting with people and so that's something I genuinely feel I am good at and I think that that ties into what the world needs I feel like with everything being so disconnected in life nowadays it's so easy to have the connection just over social media and something that I'm good at is bringing people together in person in a real life setting and saying hey do you want to grab a coffee do you want to go on a walk and that's something that actually I was thinking about we have a guest who's coming on the show um, in a couple weeks to a month and I was researching her and I was like oh my gosh I love her this is awesome I love her content and then I realized that she lives in Denver and I texted her and I was like hey um, or I DM'd her on Instagram I was like hey um, want to be on the show whatever blah 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 would love to set up a time to meet with you um, we can chat we can email whatever and I was like or if you want I also live in Denver I don't know what part of Denver you live in would love to meet up and grab a coffee mm. And so we're doing that next so Friday. Fun. We're meeting up. We're grabbing a coffee. And like that just makes me so happy. And so I think that sometimes what the world needs is physical interaction is being with other humans and that can tie into it. And then what you can be paid for. Um, I'm still figuring that out. That's what I was saying kind of earlier is at least for me, what I know I can be paid for right now is because I know that I can connect with people. I've gone into a career path where I work the stereotypical eight to five, nine to five. And my job is literally to connect people from the internet to account executives who are higher up in my company who are trying to help them solve the problems that they need to solve with our software. And so that's something that's so little that I don't necessarily, not that I don't love it. I do. I love my company. I love my employees. My employees. No, my co You love all of your subordinates. Um, <laughs> yeah, not quite. No, but I I love everything about my yeah. company. We actually just found out that we're going to um, Barcelona ah! in the new year, which I am so excited for. But anyway, side tangent, love my company. But is that my purpose? Probably not. But I know that what I'm good at is connecting people. So being able to tie that into my nine to five job definitely makes it something that's more fulfilling for me. But Emma, I would love after that long tangent to hear your thoughts, your ideas, and then your four areas that um, you believe kind of transition your life into Ikigai. Huga is all about comfortable conviviality with feelings of wellness and contentment. That's why we're so excited to be partnering with Moment this season. As seen on Shark Tank, featured in Forbes, The New York Times, Oprah Daily, and more, Moment is botanical water for meditation. Made from botanicals to enhance vitality, infused with ashwagandha to fight stress, impacted with L-theanine for mental clarity, Moment is meditation in a can, which we love. It's free of caffeine, alcohol, and made with zero sugar, making Moment our go-to drink to spice up the day. With sparkling and still flavors, you can have moment at any time. The other night, I had this spiced mango flavor with tacos for Taco Tuesday, and it was so fun because I put some tahini on the rim, and it felt like I was drinking a spicy mango marg. Oh my gosh, and what is better than a spicy mango marg? I love right? that. If you're interested in trying moment, go to drinkmoment.com and enter code Podcast at checkout for 15% off your very first purchase, or click the link in the show notes. Again, use code Podcast. that's H-Y-G-G-E, Podcast at checkout for 15% off your first purchase, or click the link in our show notes. Start your mindfulness journey with moment. Yeah, that was wonderful to hear, and also I do agree that you definitely are good at connecting with people that's your thing and that's yoga too is such an intimate kind of connection with instructing yoga and stuff so that 
very much plays out in your life. I similarly really do enjoy connecting with people as well. I instruct dance and kind of getting into what I love, what I'm good at, what I can be paid for. Honestly, I feel like instructing dance is something that I, I don't even know if people know that I do that um, because I don't really talk about that so talk about it that much or it's not that frequent. You know, that's a um, kind of maybe monthly thing for me or just as needed at the studio that I dance at and stuff. But that's something that I'm so happy that I've kept up with in my life because looking at what I love, I do love dance and I it's one of those things that you know, sometimes you look back in a moment, you're like, I should have appreciated it more. And dance is actually something I look back at and I'm like, I appreciated it as much as I possibly could. And yeah. even even then, I hate that it's, oh, you know, quote over because once you graduate high school, at least where I live, you don't really competitively dance anymore. You can do it in college. And I did end up doing um, my club team in college, which I loved. I got to be the president of. It was awesome. But like, that was literally such a peak of my not peak of my existence, but honestly, like, dance has been something that's so important to me, um, and I just, I really do love it, and I do feel like I've appreciated it as much as I could have up to this point, but it's something that I continue to try to incorporate, and I think it can kind of bridge the gap of what I, I do love it, you know, I, I'm good at it, I get hired to do choreography now, which is awesome, and I, you know, giving myself a little I can compliment myself, I guess. I'm like, yeah, give yourself yeah, a Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I love that people think that I'm good enough, you know, to hire and pay to do choreography. Like, I think that's so cool or hire to run a class. And I love that I feel confident doing that as well. And I think I'm good at it. And I, but it helps that other people think I'm good at it too. Um, and then when I came to get paid for, it's also like an income source for me. And then what the world needs too. I was like, world needs dance, right? Um, but I do think that apart from dance and stuff, um, along that general train of thought that Maddie was going down to is that connecting with people is something that I love and that you do get paid for practically any job, not any job ever, but most jobs are about connection. That's, that's what wins over an interviewer. That's what makes things successful is connecting with people, whether that's sales, you know, that's all connection. Um, whether that is like I was saying a dance teacher, that's all connection as well, getting your dancers to connect. So I think that's a really important thing to pull out. And actually I was, when I was reading about this, Ikigai specifically in Japan and the Japanese concept that it was developed in focuses a lot on just the bliss of what you're like, what you're good at. It's, it's a very, not like I'm trying to, it's more intangible. It's that bliss kind of joy that you find. Like a of, feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's a feeling. Yeah, there's there's the word I'm looking for. Um, but it's very much a feeling and chasing that or trying to achieve that. And in the U.S., it's actually used more, people use this in their business models or, you know, to talk to their team or whatever. And they it's used more specifically um in a career sense. So I thought that was interesting. The U.S. saw this and this is just how the U.S. works. They're like, okay, we're going to make this about, we're going to make this about careers. We're going to make this about business because the U.S. is some big booming industry or it tries to be. Um, and I think it is interesting, I guess, from the lens of someone looking like me and Maddie and all of you guys listening, looking at the Japanese side and also the way that the U.S. has adopted it with more of like the career side. Um, it really can be applied to both. And I love the practicality of, like I mentioned before, what you can be paid for. You you do have to consider that in life. And the two kind of 
sides we're working here is finding that happiness, finding that joy in life, finding what gets you up in the morning, and then also finding something that's a career and that can make you money and that you can con- give back to people and connect with people. So, um, absolutely. Yeah, that, that that was such a ramble, but I I really just do love this. I want to definitely find some way to intentionally incorporate it in my life. And I think these could even be good journal prompts or something, um, taking a chance to write down what you love and then, you know, give yourself a little pat on the back. What do you love or what what are you good at? What can you be paid for? And what does the world need? And I think it's, I don't know, I, I think it's really cool. And it's both practical and a sense of what you have to get done and your responsibilities in life. And also practical in a sense of helping you find happiness and find huga, which is the point Absolutely. of it all. <laughs> exactly. That's the reason that we're here every week. That's the reason that we all exist is we're just trying to find our passions, find what we love. And as we start to wrap up this episode, um, there are a couple of things that I took away when researching um, that I really liked and wanted to share with you all. And Emma, if you have anything that you want to add to it. But the first one being... Emma, I love what you said about how your love and your passion of dance has kind of morphed and changed as you have. Mm -hmm. You know, you grew up dancing, you grew up doing competitions, you graduated and you went to school, you went to college and you did the club dance team. And now that you're out of college, you're instructing and it might not be every single day like it was when you were 16 years old. It might not be once a week like it was when you were in college, but you're still doing it. You're still staying active in that passion. And I think that that is so important is to stay active and to not retire from it. And I actually found a quote that I wanted to share with you all um, that says, those who give up the things they love doing and do well lose their purpose in life. That's why it's so important to keep doing things of value, making progress, bringing beauty or utility to others, helping out and shaping the world around you even after your quote-unquote official professional activity has ended and I think that that is so powerful because you don't have to do it in the same capacity that you did it in 10 years ago but if you continue doing it even like last week I was talking about how I wanted to go to a dance class that's something that I haven't done in seven or eight years y'all and I just I jumped into it and I was like, you know, I never asked you about that. I wanted to hear about how it it went. It was great. We can, we can chat about it later, but it was, it was incredible. I loved being able to do it. It was very humbling because I haven't done it in so long, but, um, yeah, but that being said, like, I was really thankful that I did it and I might not have been the best person in the class, but like, I didn't quit on it. I just went and I was excited. And that's the other thing is that I think something else that is important with Ikigai and just with Huga and everything is to take it slow and to know not over promise and under deliver, but rather under promise and over deliver. And another quote is being in a hurry is inversely proportional to the quality of life. And there's an old saying that goes walk slowly and you'll go far. When we leave the urgency behind life and time take on a new meaning And if you're in a hurry all the time and if you're constantly over-promising and if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this, this, and this done, then it incites that you're not in control and that you're under stress. But by taking things slow, it means that you're more mindful of your decisions and that you are in control and more often than not doing the things that you want to do. And that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode is that a lot of people feel burnt out. I know that I do. And we attribute that to doing too much when in reality – we're doing too little of the things that matter. And so I think for me, just personally wrapping up, um, 
I think the two things that I can work on is to stay active in the things that give me purpose and that doesn't mean doing it every single day and also to take it slow to know that it really is one step at a time one foot in front of the other and I don't have to solve all the world's problems I don't have to like do something every single day in order for it to be important to my life but rather just taking it slow making it something that is important to me and then I think that eventually those things will lead me to my own personal ikigai yes oh my gosh I just love all of this it's so inspiring and just going back to the quote you said about those who give up the things they love doing and do well lose their purpose in life and it's so important to say they do it well they do they're they're succeeding but they're not succeeding in what they love doing and staying active and that is so important and that is encouraging to me too. Obviously, we're the ones talking about it, but you, you know, calling out the fact that I do stay active with dance, even if it does look different in this stage of life. And you do stay active, like yoga is something that you've stayed active with for such a long time, or even your thing could be travel, your thing could be reading. You know, don't, if you don't have time to read a book every single week, that's totally fine. But if you love reading, like keep sprinkling it in and remind yourself when you do sprinkle it in that you enjoy it, but don't lead yourself up for not being able to do it all the time, all the time. Um, And just a final thing to wrap up with, um, that's kind of the the bow on everything, tying it all together, because I just love talking about this, but at the end of the day, we really should follow our ikigai. We should be following, you know, not, not just the Japanese concept, but just following what our purpose is. And I just absolutely love how this was broken down. And one more quote to end off on is, there's a passion inside you, a unique talent that gives meaning to your days and drives you to share the best of yourself until the very end. And if you don't know what your ikigai is yet, your mission is to discover it. And that is so true. We're constantly discovering things. Me and Maddie try to be so open about the fact that we don't have all the answers to things. We don't know our exact purpose in life. Like Maddie was even saying with her job, she just got this job and she loves it. But she's like, this this probably isn't like my end all purpose and yeah I I'm figuring that out as well I'm such a mess um but there's a passion inside of all of us I know that I am a relatively passionate person and that's something that I really try to follow and incorporate into my life because at the end of the day we all just really want to be happy and we all deserve to be happy too we deserve to feel fulfilled and yeah, I just, I absolutely love chatting about this. I hope you guys took something away from it. We would love to hear over on our Instagram, maybe what your key guy is, what's your reason of being, uh, what you love, what you're good at, and give yourself a little shout out, but we'd love to chat about this more because I am so glad that I came across this. Thank you, TikTok, the search engine of the world now yes. <laughs> um, for leading me to a key guy and leading all of us so we could we could talk about this together because this isn't obviously just for me and Maddie. This is for you. This is for us to feel connected. And I do feel that we've hopefully connected with you through, through this because I feel connected to a key guy as well. Yeah, no, it was great. And thank you, Emma, for even introducing me to this topic. It's been great getting to chat about it. Um, That is going to wrap up today's episode. And we are so excited um, to have some incredible guests coming on the show. Um, Maybe that's something that we can ask them is even like what their ikigai is, like what their purpose is, what, you know, what they're good at, what makes them money. I mean, maybe that's like a little questionable 
subject, you know, but like <laughs> the things that really um, drive them to be where they are today. Um, so yeah, we are going to have some incredible guests on in the future. Um, like Emma said, be sure to follow us on Instagram. We engage with you all a lot over there. That's at Huga Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E. Girls, Girls Podcast. Podcast. Um, <laughs> also, in the show notes, our personal Instagrams are linked. If you have any inclination to follow us personally, our TikTok, um, our, it's the Huga Girls account, which is just kind of our photo dump account. All of the things, so many different ways to connect with us. Um, but the biggest one is really just showing up here every week on Mondays because we put out new content for you all. And it really is just like chatting with, you know, so many of you and getting to just express what we're thinking about and the things that are important to us in life. I feel like it's such an insight into Emma and I's lives when you listen to these episodes, but also getting to hear that you guys are on the other end of it. Sometimes it feels like we're just talking into a microphone. So definitely engage with us over on Instagram. It's great to chat with you all and we will be back next Monday with a new episode for you. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy and stay stay Huga. Bye everyone. so much changing, my stress levels have been at an all-time high and that has majorly been affecting my sleep. Something I've begun incorporating into my nighttime routine is Magnesium by Moon Juice. Magnesium is essential for relaxation, sleep, and neurotransmitter function, and Moon Juice brings together three bioavailable forms of magnesium to work quickly to support healthy nervous system function and reduce the effects of stress. I've been adding one teaspoon into my water at night before bed to make it a little bit more fun. I've actually been putting it into a cocktail glass, and y'all, I can't even begin to express how much of a difference it has made to my sleep. But Magnesium is just the start. Moon Juice creates products to help you find your calm. They bring adaptogens, mushrooms, and clinical-level actives into supplements and skincare with clinically studied, 100% traceable, bioavailable, and potently dosed ingredients. If you're interested in better sleep or an overall more calm lifestyle, visit moonjuice.com and enter Girls at checkout for $15 off your first order. Again, that's moonjuice.com and enter H-Y-G-G-E girls at checkout or click the link in the show notes.